Hey everyone, this is Mark My Words, and I'm your host, Mark Lipton. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, we're going to continue to do things a little differently uh, as we're dealing with response to coronavirus. Uh, I'm working from home like much of the rest of the country and world at this point, and so I don't have all my equipment here. I'm, I'm not really set up for proper editing and ad adding music and stuff. And so what I'm going to do is, is just continue to just start these the way they are until I can figure that piece out and, and get back to sort of a more normal sound. Uh, but I, I do have, there are issues that, that retailers are dealing with right now due to the coronavirus outbreak uh, that I want to start addressing uh, as quickly as possible. And, and first and foremost, I, I hope that all of you guys uh, are home, you're safe, you have lots of food, your families are healthy, uh, and that you're riding out this this just horrible experience that we're all forced to have together uh, with the best mental health and the best physical health that you can. And and uh, Guy and I, my fiance, we're we're thinking about uh, all of our all of my readers and listeners all the time, and I'm I'm really hoping that uh, that you guys are doing well. So so good luck as you continue to ride this out. But one of the things that I want to try to focus on is, is in the coming weeks is some podcasts on topics where we might not normally have ever had to cover these things. And, and one of the things that comes to mind is stores all around the United States in New York. It's, it's been this way for at least a week, probably closer to two weeks. Uh, uh, paint stores are, are closed. And there are other cities in the United States where paint stores are already closed. And as the, as the wave of the coronavirus sweeps through, your geographic area or region or city, it's going to happen to your stores as well. There seems to be this two to four week period uh, that I think every paint store in America, probably at some point or, or close to every paint store in America is, is likely to be closed uh, at some point. And so that raises the question of of what's happening in those stores that, that would need to be uh, tuned into during that time so that you don't have problems when you come back. And I, I just want to say quickly, because I don't have anything prepared for this, you may want to check with your point of sale uh, vendors to make sure that there's nothing that you need to do. Many of them are cloud-based, uh, but some of them are not. And, and so make sure that there's nothing that you need to do to your servers or to your service uh, that would uh, that would be necessitated by the fact that you might not have any transactions for a, a number of weeks in a row. Uh, but but what I wanted to talk about this particular issue, what I really wanted to talk about is is the tint, tint equipment because all the paint stores that I know uh, have between one and and four, uh, in some cases more uh, automatic tint machines. You know they've spent up to a hundred, some stores one hundred fifty thousand dollars just in tint machines and these machines are now going to sit there uh, for two three four weeks sometimes more uh, of a prolonged period of inactivity and and that's just not something that these machines are made for these machines are designed uh, to be used every day and and anybody who's had any interaction with them knows you even buy the machine that you buy based on your volume so many of us out there have machines that are that are made to put out hundreds of gallons a day and these machines are now going to go to nothing and so uh, I wanted to get somebody on uh, from the manufacturers of the 
tent machines to talk about how to prepare your stores uh, and how to prepare your machines for that. I reached out to the two big players in this space. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get one of them uh, to, to join me in a time frame that worked, but I was able to get a, a really knowledgeable uh, guy. Chris Cosmala is a gentleman uh, who works for uh, Hero. They're a large uh, dispenser manufacturer. They're headquartered in Canada. I'd met him a number of times over the years at the All Pro Shows, very knowledgeable guy, and, and they put out some great guidance recently, uh, which I posted on my uh, blog about what to do with your machine uh, before you close for the last time for a couple of weeks. And, and I thought that, that if we went through this, it might help dealers uh, get a better understanding of, of how to prepare themselves and how to prepare their uh, tint machine specifically. Uh, how to prepare them for being inactive for an extended period of time. You don't want to come back and you don't want to find that that you need five pumps and they cost $400 each and, you know, boom, you're out 2000 bucks on top of the fact that you've just been closed for a month. So let's give Chris a listen and, and, and listen to everybody who's listening. Uh, I appreciate very much you listening. I know that this is a very difficult time for everybody. It, it's a difficult time for my family as well. And we're all going to get through this together. I'm confident of that. And one of the ways that I want to participate in that is by providing you guys some some valuable information. So I, I hope this helps and please stay safe and we'll be back in touch soon. So with me today is uh, Chris Kazmala. Chris is from uh, Hero, the uh, dispenser manufacturer. You guys are in Canada. Chris, how are you today? Uh, great, Mark. Thank you very much. And and tell me, Chris, you I know you are in the uh, Toronto area, if I'm not mistaken. What is what is your current situation and and life looking like? Well, uh, everything is uh, m virtually the same as it is across uh, most of North America. We have uh, stay-at-home uh, orders and, uh, you know, the various uh, physical uh, social distancing uh, requests uh, put into place. Uh, we've been fortunate uh, in uh, the Toronto, Ontario area that uh, the cases of uh, the virus and the, the number of deaths has been relatively low, but... Uh, you know, the government's done a good job of implementing the various uh, procedures and programs uh, to stay at home uh, to stay at home and uh, therefore minimize uh, the spread of this uh, unfortunate deadly disease. Yeah. And and the uh, if I'm not mistaken, Hero, I know you're in uh, eastern Canada, but Hero is manufacturing in western Canada, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Are you guys still up and running? Yes. So we have our facilities, our head offices based out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, we have uh, very minimal uh, staff at the store, ensure at the uh, the warehouse and the plant and the office, uh, ensuring you know that all the safe uh, protocols are being uh, undertaken by the various uh, you know government uh, recommendations as well as the uh, World Health Organization uh, recommendations. We are still manufacturing over a couple of shifts to ensure that we have uh, people aren't very uh, close to each other and. Uh, We've got minimal staff in the office, but our customer service is still running. Uh, a number of people are working from their home operations, their home offices, and uh, nothing has changed in respect to our level of customer service and providing the best possible uh, uh, customer care that uh, we can during these uh, trying times. 
And and so before we get into uh, what I asked you to talk about today, and that is uh, we you know the issue of stores that are closing down and how to address their equipment needs as they do that, uh, customers that are calling you for just run of the mill problems right now, pumps that go and and uh, calibrations that are needed, is that work still going on? Are they still able to get through to Hero? Oh yes, most definitely. Our one eight hundred number. We're still uh, operating. Uh, we're answering all the lines, uh, the calls we get, as well as uh, any email uh, correspondences. The great advantage with uh, the Hero technology is that you can do a new install. People are still ordering equipment, and as opposed to having a uh, service technician come to do the install in the store, uh, they can do it remotely. We send uh, the various parts uh, and calibration uh, equipment that's required. And we're assisting by way of Skype, TeamViewer, other social media platforms to ensure that new installs are still happening and the customers are able to operate. The other great part is that due to our technology, um, almost 80% of any technical issue can be resolved over the phone. And if someone does require a part that needs to be changed, such as a pump or something else, our customer service and uh, our parts operations are still sending out uh, any replacement uh, parts uh, within 24 hours, and uh, we're assisting uh, people in store to be able to do their own repairs. For an example, you can replace one of our pumps and one of our automatic uh, dispensers within 15 or 20 minutes, preventing downtime, which is very important, maintaining those uh, sales, but more importantly, uh, being able to do that stuff in store without uh, someone else uh, entering into that uh, location. Right. And and I remember when I owned my stores and, and I think I had a, a couple of your pieces of equipment between the two stores, uh, we always used to keep extra parts. We would we would actually keep a pump for every machine uh, on hand so that we could very quickly get a machine back up and running without waiting. Uh, at the time, of course, this was before coronavirus. We just wouldn't want to wait the day uh, for a mechanic to show up and do the repair. But now in these circumstances, that's something that dealers may want to think about as well, because it, it does give them the ability to keep the machines going, uh, change the pump out without having somebody come into your store that might not be able to do that job and still stay six feet away from you. So with social distancing the way it is, as something that we all have to deal with, even in our stores, uh, an extra pump may be handy. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. I mean, with every new um unit uh, automatic dispenser that gets purchased we include one free pump and normally what happens if someone has ever had to replace a pump what we always recommend and what most uh, customers do is that they buy the replacement so they always have a backup but in case someone doesn't uh, great idea is just to uh, call our 1-800 number which is 1-800-494-4376 I repeat 1-800-494-4376 and uh, they can replace a uh, purchase a replacement uh, pump so they have on hand in case uh, they need one. But uh, we're hoping that they won't uh, require one. Yep. And and so let's get into a little bit about the specifics. And so one of the things, you know, we're all dealing with a lot of different issues that we never thought. Uh, probably even never thought of before since the uh, coronavirus. I know as an American, social distancing is is something that's very new to us here. I know that there have been outbreaks in other parts of the country, other parts of the of the world, and so uh, they were a little bit more familiar with it. But one of the other things that, that dealers are getting used to now is the idea that their stores may be closed for a, a period of time. It may be two, three, four weeks. And, and so the tent machines uh, that we all have in our stores are really made – 
to, to plug in and stay on and be used every day. And, and in the absence of that, where they may go a few weeks, I know that you guys put out uh, an extended inactivity preparation guidelines, uh, and I'd really like to go through that because I think that dealers uh, are are going through something uh, that they've never had to deal with before. The idea of shutting down their stores for for you know an extended period of time, and we want to make sure that when you come back, that there's not colorant stuck in all of the pumps so that you don't walk in the door to a $5,000 mistake. So Chris, why don't you walk us through a little bit about what are some of the options that that dealers have to prepare their stores, particularly their equipment uh, for for being unused for a period of time? Sure, Mark. Well, I'd like to thank you for uh, allowing me to uh, post our extended inactivity preparedness uh, instructions for both our automatic dispensers and our manual dispensers. And thanks for posting it onto your website. Oh, yeah, thanks. I'll actually plug myself there real quick before you get going. So that's on markliptonpaint.com. If you click at the top on the menu, there's a Corona announcement tab. And that's all the announcements that we've seen from all manufacturers in the industry since the coronavirus. So I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. No problem. Yeah, so it's important to know that any automatic dispenser is traditionally designed to be built for everyday use and normally can function normally after two or three days if it remains uh, idle uh, without developing any dispensing issues. Uh, however, if you're going to be, your store has to be shuttered uh, or closed down for a couple of weeks, it's important that you do the prior work to ensure that it'll work properly upon your return to the store. Um, so make sure that the power to the dispenser and the computer are both on and there's no way that they can be accidentally turned off while being unattended. Uh, leave the Tintwise dispensing software, which is Hero's dispensing software, uh, open for best results. The next key part is before you have to uh, shutter anything down, uh, is test to see that all the agitation motors are working uh, properly. And if possible, uh, before you have to close things down, uh, call to and have a uh, replacement uh, agitation motor uh, sent to your store. Uh, and sure so tell me, what would be, Chris, excuse me real quick, what would be what would be a quick and easy test to make sure that all the agitation motors are working properly? Sure. All you have to do is just uh, lift up the uh, agitation motor and see if the, uh, the top uh, notch is actually spinning while it's in the agitation mode. And if yep. it's not so wait, spinning... So you don't even have to... You don't even have to agitate it. You can just wait until you hear that sound that it's supposed to be agitating and then check each one of them individually to make sure that that's happening. Correct. So just uh, lift off uh, each lid because it's the uh, the lid for the colorant canisters as well. And you can see if the top of it's spinning. You can put your hand on top and you can feel whether it's uh, spinning or not. And you can also, uh, you know, oddly or hear it uh, as well. But the key part is just uh, the easiest way is just to lift it up and see that it's uh, spinning at the very top. Yep. All righty. So terrific. Thanks. Keep going. No problem. Um, ensure that all the canister lids are snug. So when you put the uh, agitation motor canister, depending on the model, uh, some of them have got the agitation models uh, motors on top and some of them have them on the bottom. Ensure that all canister lids are snug. Uh, leave all canisters at least three quarters filled with colorant. Um, right. And so that's important, actually, because I think a lot of retailers have a tendency to just take the can of color and take the cord and, and just dump what's uh, in the can. And so wherever it, it lands in the canister, they'll refill it the next time. But you want to go out of your way to make sure that all of these canisters are filled almost to the top. And, and why do they do that, Chris? 
Well, you just want to ensure that there's uh, humidity inside and you don't want to prevent uh, any uh, drying from happening just due to the lack of uh, humidity. The other important part, which isn't in the document which you posted, but it's in respect to the handling of colorant. Um, most insurance companies will require you to go into your store at least once a week or every uh, couple of weeks, uh, even if you're closed, just to ensure that uh, you know the water pipes are working, that there's no frozen pipes of damage or anything of that sort. Uh, so it's probably a good time to also flip over your cans of colorant because you're usually in your store, you're used to having, you know, you're opening up that can of colorant and you're using it on a regular basis. But if you're going to be right. uh, inactive for a period of time, the best thing is to ensure that your colorant doesn't settle at the bottom of the cans and be flipping over those cans if you happen to go into the store for insurance uh, verification purposes and that way that you won't get any uh, colorant settling in the bottom of each can. And one of the things that you can take a look at while you're in the store is, is if I'm not mistaken, these machines agitate themselves as long as the computers are uh, stay on and the machines are plugged in. So you want to make sure that all those circuits, when you go in to check your store for leaky pipes or any of the other problems that could happen in, in an empty building, uh, you want to make sure that electricity is running to your dispensing machines and that they are continuing to agitate and, and continuing to circulate their fluids uh, while you're out. Most definitely. Most definitely. So we had left it at, uh, right, you had, you had said you wanted to make sure to leave all the colorant uh, at least three quarters full so that it could uh, maintain humidification inside the machine. What, what else do you want to add to that? Um, confirm that the humidification cap, which sits underneath uh, where the nozzle cluster is, uh, that it is snug and that it's uh, moist. So if you're not going to be going into your store for a couple of weeks, ensure that, that you have a tight seal there and that the uh, humidification uh, sponge is uh, saturated and wet to ensure that the uh, nozzles don't uh, clog up uh, or you know harden uh, due to inactivity. And and maybe a good time to to check that sponge and run it run it through some warm water, get any big clogs out of there, so that it holds as much water as possible and and gives you as good a moisture seal as possible. Because this is a spot where you're going to have problems if you're closed for a period of time, right at these nozzles here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but before you uh, do that part of it, just inspect uh, and clean the nozzles, make sure that there's nothing hard in there. Um, and that's the key. Uh, check them before you uh, saturate that humidification pad and fill up the humidifier cap with as much water as uh, physically possible. And, and is there any sense, Chris, of, of how long that will last? So dealers are coming in every you know week or two weeks to check the pipes and to check the electricity. Is that something that could evaporate in that time? Should they be looking at that as well or, or that should last them quite a number of weeks? Well, no, it should be checked on a weekly basis because it depends on the, you know, the humidity of each store. And in the northern climates where it still could be a little bit cool and it's very dry, it's not humid, uh, or in some southern climates where they've been experiencing some heat waves. Uh, it's uh, even at this time of year, there's been a couple of uh, places that have had some uh, unseasonably high temperatures to check the, uh, the humidification cap because it's always going to vary store by store basis. Terrific. Great advice. Yeah. And, um, and, and so once we get that cap filled and, and ready to go, where are we going from here? Already. Uh, that is really the key, is just to ensure that the nozzles are not clogged up, that the colorant levels are filled, 
that the canister lids are closed uh, tightly and that the computer is left on so it can uh, you know agitate on its regular uh, cycle now so the key is when if you anticipate maybe having to be closed for a longer period of time more than two weeks what mm -hmm. we're recommending and suggesting is that and say it's going to be a, a six-week period where you may anticipate um, some inactivity uh, maybe after week two would be to dispense some colorant into an empty canister because although you're agitating the colorant within the canisters there's still colorant inside the hoses and you want that colorant um, to be able to homogenize because with inactivity what will happen is that you may experience some uh, um, settling of the colorants so after a two-week period, if you're... Uh, Settling of the colorants in the lines you're talking about. Yeah, so what can happen is that, well, because you have no you have inactivity and you're agitating and homogenizing the colorant within the canister, but within right. the lines, there's nothing happening there. So what we're suggesting is that you dispense about 10 ounces of colorant into uh, a clean cup uh, to clear the lines, and then you can just pour that back into the canisters. And this is after a two-week uh, period of time. Right. And and so is this something that if a, if a retailer is going to need to close for more than two weeks, is this something that you suggest that they do uh, every two weeks while they're closed? Or is this something that they can just do at the end before they resume using the equipment? No, this is uh, every two weeks. So we're talking an extended long period of inactivity. Right. And in New York, we're already we're already at two weeks. I know many stores that are closed for more than a week already. And we're first hitting the hard uh, part of this epidemic right now in, in New York Metro. So it's not unusual to imagine. And, and I, I pray that this doesn't happen. But from what we're seeing here in New York Metro, it, it looks like some dealers are going to be closed for two to four weeks as this passes over their towns. Exactly. Yeah, so if you are able to go out and you are in your store and after the two-week period, we uh, recommend that uh, you get a number of uh, empty canisters or empty cups, be they uh, yep. solo cups, dispense about 10 ounces of colorant into the cup. So now everything is uh, flowed through. You can pour that back into the uh, the canister and just follow the same instructions as before once you've dispensed colorant out of each uh of the uh, canisters, um, you know, ensure that the humidification cap is sealed. You've uh, tightened the, you've put the lid on uh, tightly and, and snug, and uh, just make sure you keep the computer on and go back and repeat after uh, two more weeks, and hopefully uh, we won't be at that four-week period. Right, and and uh, if. If dealers are in their stores more often than that, uh, if if they're in their stores weekly uh, to see what's going on, do you suggest doing a purge during those times, a, sort of a traditional little couple drops purge, or is that not necessary now that you've prepared the machine for a longer stay of, of inactivity? No, it uh, never hurts to do a purge just to ensure that you're clearing lines and preventing uh, any uh, you know hardening that may happen may happen within the uh, the nozzle. 
Right. So so it's a nice weekly, even if you're going to be closed for a few weeks, it's a nice weekly routine to get used to to go into your store. You want to check to make sure that the electric is still uh, set up and, and going to that machine and that it's on. And you want to check that the humidification cap is is still closed and nice and tight and that there's water in the sponge. And then the last piece you want to do is is purge the machine before you leave. Exactly. You want to mimic how the dispenser normally operates, essentially. Right. And and what about uh, uh, what about when when retailers come back? Is there anything else other than uh, the 10 the 10 ounces from each colorant? So you had said if you're closed for more than two weeks, the colorant does settle in the lines. And so you want to pump all of that through and then put it back in. What else uh, would you suggest that they do before they get back to business? Right. So before, you know, say you come back and uh, you're going to uh, start uh, dispensing uh, colorant uh, into paint for uh, your customers, you want to ensure that you've done um, a good purge, again, another 10 ounces of colorant, because you want uh, to ensure that you've got that total homogenization that's happened from the bottom of the can right through to that tip, pour it back in again um, and make sure that uh, you're dispensing into that uh, empty canister to ensure that uh, any colorant may not uh, squirt out sideways uh, just because right. of an extended... <laughs> We've uh, all lost a pair of shoes to a tint machine, Chris. Yeah. So, you know, the key is just make sure that the nozzles are totally clean um, before you start dispensing for your customers. Alrighty, terrific. So it sounds to me like uh, you you if you're going going to be closed for a period of time, you want to make sure to do a couple of things. You want to check your electricity, check your humidification, and you want to purge every now and again when you come in. Every two weeks, you want to make sure to run a full ten ounces out of each colorant, and then do the same thing when you when you start again when you're when you're back in business. And Chris, last question: What do you say? I, I had a couple of dealers tell me that that they were thinking about just emptying out their machines, draining them out, and you know cleaning them out with some water because if they're going to be closed for four or five weeks, they they don't even want to take the chance of having colorant in there. What do you say to that? Well, no, we, it, it's not good to have water sitting inside uh, the machine for an extended period of time. If anyone wants to do something as you're suggesting, I would recommend that they contact us at our 1-800 number or email us at customercare at hero.ca. That's customercare, one word, at hero, H-E-R-O dot C-A. And we can explain uh, for a prolonged period, um, we have some additives such as uh, Emadox, um, and it's a, it's a, it's a glycol-based uh, 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 Some sort of lubricant uh, of sorts. Lubricant, exactly, which you mix right. with water. You don't want to have pure water sitting inside there for an extended period of time. So we right. would go it, through the proper operation, the proper uh, methods by calling and contacting us. But we don't. And, and it sounds to me hard. like that's that's if you think you're going to be closed for more than four weeks, right? Well, now you're talking like the six week period, etc. But as right. long as you're allowed to go into the store, just follow the procedures as uh, are on your website and as we just uh, reviewed. Well, terrific. Well, then that's a great way to end it. Chris, thank you very much. And uh, I really appreciate your time today. I, I know you're not feeling well. You're dealing with a little back issue today. So I appreciate you getting up and, and coming on with me and, and good luck. And we'll speak to you soon. Not a problem. I just want to make one other thing, uh, one other comment. Sure. Don't, 
A sure. lot of uh, customers also have manual dispensers because they're dispensing color preview or 844 or some other uh, type of uh, colorant line. Um, yeah. Again, make sure for anyone that has a manual dispenser, uh, and you're definitely probably not using it as much as your automatic, that you're doing uh, those purges when you go into uh, your store as well. Right. Bring a, bring a handful of paper clips with you before you get started. <laughs> Fair enough. All righty. Well, thank you very much, Chris. I really do appreciate your time and, and good luck getting through this. Great. Thank you, you too. And uh, to your audience and everyone stay safe, stay safe and uh, healthy. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at uh, one of the next shows, uh, hopefully sometime uh, later this fall. You got it. Thanks very much, Chris. You're Take welcome. care. Stay safe. Bye-bye.